home to nightlife 24-7. Are you ready to talk about sex? No, let's talk about relationships. Or is it time to talk about dating? Taboos. It's on your mind. So let's talk about it on, on Nightlife 24-7. And welcome back to Nightlife 24-7. I'm your boy Mac, as always, kicking it with my best, bestie, bestie friend, Sweets. What's up, girl? Jonesin, we popping in 2018. <laughs> you know what? The new year has really, really started off well. Now, for those of you who were listening to us on Wednesday, we were discussing clothing fetishes. And we got down to a certain part of the show, and we had to end, as always. But we're going to continue today to talk about clothing fetishes. And we're also going to talk about those people today who like wearing their clothes because of insecurities or body shapes or imperfections that they feel are not worthy of being seen. But I've always said, if that person loves you, they love your imperfections, too. I mean... I remember dating a young lady who loved wearing a T-shirt every time we had sex because she had a C-section scar. And she never took her shirt off until the day I actually kissed her scar and told her I thought it was beautiful. Don't go kissing my scars. Don't be kissing my scars. I told her it was beautiful. I I said, it's part of who you are. And don't be trying to make me change my mind. (laughs) If I'm comfortable in my T-shirt, let me stay in my (sighs) T-shirt. But if I accept you for who you are, then I accept all of you. I mean, I understand, but that's like the guy that rubs on your fat. Like, look, bruh, um, I'm sucking my stomach in every time you come over here because I'm not proud of my fat. So just because you like it, it don't mean shit. And some of us feel very sexy, and some of us don't. Some of us have mood swings um, in reference to our confidence level of what we're wearing because I have scars that I've tried to hide for a long time. And then I got to the point where if I'm screwing right out of the shower, fuck that t-shirt. Okay. But if it's in the middle of the night and we don't already went to bed, okay, I'll put on my t-shirt to go to sleep and, you know, I won't take it off. I'll ride you with my t-shirt on with no bra, you know. But it is, it's, it's, it's different when you have scars because it's not a, a theme thing. It's a body comfort thing, you know? Okay, but what about, let's just say I'm into thick women. And some thick women have flat stomachs, big hips, and you know. And then there's some women that are thick and have a little, little you know, a little muffin top. But if I'm, if I'm pursuing you, and I'm consciously letting you know that I find you attractive and I want to be with you, that's not a problem for me. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's not a problem for her. Because you have to think about it this way. Just because you're attracted to thick women, she's a thick woman right now, but she's eating better, she's exercising, she's trying to lose weight, 
she doesn't want to stay being a thick woman. So that self-consciousness, when it comes to sex and what we wear and how we're wearing it and how we feel comfortable around you, it doesn't matter whether or not you're attracted to it. If I'm not attracted to it, it's going to change our sexual behaviors. Well, I understand those dynamics, but some things are genetic. No matter what you do, they're always that's who you are. That's the way you built. If your mother's built that way, if your sister's built that way, your grandmother and your aunt and your uncle, they're built that way, then that's just the way it is. Some people mm-hmm. I think some people need to accept who they are and be happy. Once you are happy with you, then others are even more happier being around you. Well, I think once you're happy with you, you can explore more on your sexual activity. True. Because it does damper your sexual relationship when you're not happy with your physical self. But there's always room for improvement. And that's what we have to realize. So when you come in contact with that young lady with her C-section scar, that's something she can't do anything about. True. But then when you come in contact with the young lady with the stretch marks, you know, that's a blessing. Because that means that her body went through some, some, some changes and she's still here. You know, whether it was drastic weight loss, drastic weight gain, you know, she's still with it. So that, that self-consciousness, it goes a long way. Because you have to think about it. When you have having sex with a young lady with a t-shirt on and her C-section scar, and she's riding you forward, facing you. She might not be that comfortable. But you turn that hole around and let her ride a dip from the back. She ain't going to give a shit about that. <laughs> oh, for that one, for that one, all I can do, I'm going to have to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're getting, you're getting this for that one. You're getting the clap, people. Here you go. <laughs> there you go. Because it's true. I mean, I like to have sex with clothes on. Um, And I think it's partially because I don't like wearing clothes. So I think that giving a man something to take off is part of the foreplay. You know? Understood. Um, Understood. I would put on panties just so they can be taken off because I don't buy them to wear regularly. Um, The tank top underneath my clothes, just as another layer for something for you to take off, you know, being my man. Um, But I also have insecurities. I have my colon removed, so I have a long scar going across. had breast cancer. I have a scar on my breast. had appendectomy. So it's like I have scars all over my body. And I had to get to the point where I had to stop wearing things for you and wear something for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I went into the corset category. So now instead of me creating these layers of things for you to take off, I have a layer of something to keep on that actually makes me feel good. It's attractive. I don't feel like I'm hiding myself. And I get to to maximize my sexual pleasure because I'm not dampered with that low confidence level of my sexuality according to how I look. All right. And the funny thing is, I can't even really rebuttal on that because all that makes sense. I mean, from a physical standpoint, an emotional standpoint, and even I would guess I would say some somewhat on a medical standpoint. Um, 
for those of you who don't feel that comfortable because you have stretch marks and all that, I mean, there are things out there for this cream, the vitamin E, liquid pills. And cocoa butter. Cocoa butter, all that thing. But then let's switch it up. What about that guy? That guy who has those scars? You know? Now, that. Some women find that sexy, but a lot of us guys want to hide those type of things. I dated a guy. Especially us in the military. And he would always have on a wife beater. We were dating for nine months to a year. And I finally told him, like, bruh, like, we be fucking and you got on this wife beater and you be sweaty. Like, I don't like sweat on me. And I'm going off. And I had no idea that he was insecure, you know, about his wounds. And to me, I was like, baby, that's sexy. Like, you are a survivor. Like, you're still here. You know, steel went through your body. And you are here tearing this pussy up right now. You ain't dead. You're not in a coma. Like, that is sexy. And after a while, he started having naked sex. That way he would take off his, you know, his wife beater. And I would touch his scars and kiss his scars and tell him, you know, the things that you would tell the woman with the C-section, you know? Like, I see. Look, I love so, mm-hmm. this. Like, this is attractive. And he still wasn't with it. So it made him feel uncomfortable when I was touching his scars. But our sex was amazing after we lost that damn tank top because I just couldn't do it. That tank top was killing me. All righty then. Men have insecurities also, and men have scars and stretch marks and... And, and, and women, y'all need, you really need to take note of that because we men do. We're insecure about certain things that we don't really speak to you about, but we are. And especially a, a lot of us guys who come back from overseas in the military, we have scars. And, and we don't feel like we're the man we were before because of some of the scars that can be seen and some of the scars that can't be seen. So well, that's just like the socks thing. I mean... You have men out there with bad feet, so they have sex in their socks. Right. So my solution is, baby, if this is what we're going to do, I got your feet. I'll take care of your feet because you ain't getting in the bed with them damn socks on. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. So check this out. We've covered some of the emotional aspects. Let's get back to the actual fetish part of it. And we stopped on last time, I believe, because we covered corsets, we covered hobble skirts, and then we talked about nylons and socks, and then we jumped on the sneakers. The next thing we're going to talk about, those people who have a fetish, clothing fetish for jackets. Uh, and it says... Jackets? Right, yeah, jackets. Jacket fetishism is usually associated with the fixation or attraction to padded nylon jackets, though it can also be associated with leather jackets, particularly in association with bondage BDSM. In a survey, researchers at the University of, you're going to die laughing when I say this, Bologna, found that 9% Uh, uh, (laughs) of the members online fetish groups were in groups related to upper body wear, such as jackets. Popular jackets among jacket fetishes included the snorkel parka, the MA-1 bomber jacket, 
down jackets with nylon shell and, and pea coats. And I have the bomber jacket, and I love wearing my pea coat. I wear my pea coat all the time. That's one thing I can say. A guy and a pea coat with some nice shoes. Yes. We can get it. Um, now, back to my little rugged edge. But uh, that bomber jacket and some Timberlands, oh, we can fuck on the side of the building. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that that handle me. I, I, I'm good with the jacket thing. Yeah, I could get with the jacket. Uh-huh. See the there? See there? Uh-huh. <laughs> when it comes to the parka, for some reason, I always, like, correlate that with, like, horror movies, murder, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Slasher, kidnapper, rapist. I got yeah, you. So yeah, I got you. Have the parka. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. that bomber jacket, I have, I have a leather jacket that I've had now for t- almost fifteen, over fifteen years, and that thing still fits me perfectly. Well, see, with the nylon and the polyester are considered a bomber. Right. The leather are considered what is it? The fire pilot. Yeah. Pilot? Yeah. Pilot jacket. Yeah. And then I have a peacoat. Oh my God. I love when I, and I wear my black jeans with that black. And I'm talking about my leather jacket. My leather jacket is so heavy. It weighs almost 10 to 15 pounds. It's one of those original leather jackets. Now that sounds good. Oh, it's, oh that yeah. That sounds like my Sherlin. Mm hmm. Yeah. Now, a brother in a Sherlin, he could get it too. See? One, Sherlins are expensive. Two, you can't, like, wear sneakers with a Sherlin. Yeah. You got to wear boots. Mm-hmm. You so, got to. Because I was just going to say, I wear my boots. boots with my shit. I wear my boots. You I know. To. You can't, you can't wear can't. sneakers with that. Yes. So that is very attractive. Mm. That is attractive. I don't care if he's short, tall, thin, wide. A brother that can wear a, good, a nice jacket, I, I think, yeah. 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 I think I got a jacket though. There it is. Oh you God. damn sure do. You do. Your <laughs> ass. See, you just found out something in 2018. You got I a jacket got, fetish. I have a jacket fetish. Oh. Because okay. A man and a Sherlin. For those of you who are just tuning in, this is Nightlife 24 7, and we are continuing the topic of clothing fetish. And moving right along, the next clothing fetish that we are finna cover is jeans. I love a woman in a nice pair of jeans. And I'm not talking about them damn spandex ones or them damn uh, ones that uh, fit you like uh, 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 leggings. Yeah, legging type jeans. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about them (laughs) damn jeans. A woman feels out a pair of jeans like a pair of Wranglers or Levi. No. Oh my God. It's nothing like a oh. pair of Levi's. Those yes. are the only jeans that I can wear. Because mm, I'm short, mm, mm. Levi's are the only ones that actually fit me. They fit me well. A lot of men compliment me in them and they accentuate my figure. Love me some Levi's or Wranglers. Well, that's only two pair of jeans I wear. Love them. Now, for men. It does take a special cut of jeans because, again, a man 
that wears jeans with sneakers don't work for me. So your jeans have to be worn with shoes. Mm-hmm. Again, so I guess for me it's more of a combination thing. But a man in a nice pair of jeans, he would definitely get my attention. But that's because I start from the bottom up, you yeah. know? Now I'm going to give you what they say here about jeans for men and women. The style and cut of jeans can also enhance the sexual appeal of fetishes of either gender. Jeans without pockets on the back are sometimes viewed as showing off one's yeah. buttocks. And make your ass look bigger. Yeah, and therefore more flattering. Stretched jeans are often viewed as attractive because they have the appearance of being skin tight while not binding like regular denim jeans would. An example of fetish denim would be zip-around jeans, so-called because the zipper unzips starting in the front and continues all the way to the back. Other popular styles include the lace-up jeans and multi-button style jeans. And I agree. I I like the multi-button jeans. I like the multi. It's a lot of damn work, but I like them. I like them. Now, for men... A man has to be able to wear the jeans. They can't be tight jeans. They can't be skinny jeans. A man in some boot cut, <laughs> straight leg jeans, the boot cut. She she know what she talking about because she didn't see a brother in those. She know what she talking about because she didn't see me in them. <laughs> but the, the, this generation now with the skinny jeans and um, what are those other ones? The joggers. Those right. jogger jeans, the ones where they're like kind of baggy on the top and they're tight like on the bottom on the calf. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can't do those, brothers. We can't do that. Um, but when you guys walk around with a nice pair of jeans, it shows a certain level of confidence. Your posture is different. The way you walk is different. Yeah. And it also kind of makes us wonder about your level of endowment. Yeah, because the right you know, pair of jeans, right pair of jeans will, will as they say, Package you just nicely. Yeah, and that's one of the things you check for. So I'm yeah, just, you know, yeah. I'm just nice pair of jeans. Yeah, I ain't talking about them damn jeans that are sagging. I ain't talking about the one mm-hmm. where you really ain't got no ass and it looked like somebody oh, shit it in there and, and, and your ass just hanging down below. Come on, seriously. Come on, man. Get jeans to fit you. They ain't got to be skin tight. Just get a nice grown pair of jeans. Man, jeans. Thank you. Yeah. A grown right. man and some nice jeans. He all right. Now, this is yours. This is for women. Crop tops, half shirts. All right, they said crop tops are particularly appealing to navel fetishes since exposure of the navel is accentuated by the bare midriff characteristics of such garments. In doing so, the crop top can be can highlight navel piercings, which also have become extremely popular. Okay. I get that. I like a nice crop top. I like the crop top. I like a crop top. I really do. I like a woman who's got a flat stomach or or even a nice little small six-pack starting to show through and got her belly button pierced. Yeah. Or even not even a belly button, but the little hole above her belly button, you know, is pierced. I think that's attractive. I ain't got no flat stomach. I don't have no six-pack, but. But your stomach doesn't. Your stomach is not one of those stomachs that hangs over your clothes. Come on. Be real. Let's be real here. I can wear my crop top and some high-waist jeans. That way I'm tight and packaged and 
you know, nothing's hanging over the side. My little, what is it called? Love handle uh, hanging over the side. I still get a little bit of mixture without feeling insecure. So, like, the crop top is good for the girls that don't feel comfortable in the tank top. Gotcha. The actual tank top. Like, and that makes sense. The sports bra tank top. That makes so sense. So, it, it, it does make you feel good. It makes you feel sexy. There was a young lady in the store today. And I was over at Family Dollar, and she came in with her, I guess I would assume her boyfriend or whoever, because he was staying real close to her, and she had on spandex leggings all the way down to her boots. And then she had on a crop top, and her stomach wasn't uh, flat, and it wasn't six-pack, but it wasn't bulging either. Right. She, she was just that normal girl-next-door look. But her, that she, sounds attractive. but she had curves from the top, from her neck, from her neck down. She was curvaceous, and I mean, I'm talking that kind of curves when you look at somebody and you say, "She reminded me of old girl from Roger Rabbit." That's okay. who she, and she was a black girl, and you could tell she was just in her mid to younger twenties. But what she had on was tight. That and that that crock top was tight, tight. It was tight. So, we are moving on to the next fetish in clothing, and that would be uniforms. Among the most common uniforms, fetishes, that uh, people tend to go crazy about, they are the doctor uniform, the schoolgirl uniform, police officer uniform, the nurse uniform, French maid, sports player, waitress, cheerleader, and the Playboy Bunny, all right? And some people oh. also regard nuns or even apron uniforms as sexy. Sometimes a uniform may be uh, used appropriate to, um, appropriate to what is being done. For example, someone may wear a nurse's uniform to administrate an enema, a police uniform to handcuff and cage someone. And two equals dressed as inmates for cellmate on cellmate activities in a prison setting or a submissive to a, you know, a guard. Wow, this may add a sense of authenticity to the games of clothing fetishes that you're playing. Wow, okay. I love a woman in uniform. I will not lie. I love a woman in uniform. I love a woman in military uniform. I love a woman in a nurse's uniform. I love women that used to I remember the old you remember the old nurse's bed. uniform with the white one? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just think that's hot. Oh my god. I don't know why. I just think that is hot. Schoolgirl uniform. That does it for me too. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Let's move on before I get a hard on. Mm-hmm. Uh, clothing fetishes. And check this out. Now they finna break it down. Clothing fetishes by fabric type. And we're gonna I'm gonna give you the fabric types and then we're gonna talk about them. Fur is the first one. Leather is the second one. Latex PVC is the third one. Spandex is the fourth one. So let's start with fur. I'm going to let you start on that one. <laughs> I really can't get into the first thing. Yeah, because I didn't know how to go with that. I That's not me. I, I've never been able to get into the first thing. And being raised in New York, 
a lot of guys are into the fur, the chinchilla, the rabbit, the fox, all right. that stuff. But people buy it for, um, I guess what I should say, to like show off their finances. I think much, so too, know? status symbol. But not as a sexual attribute to their sexual persona. But I do know some people that do get into the whole first thing. Um, when I was working in the escort business, there used to be Johns that would call and specifically request for some of the ladies to wear fur. So I know it's a big thing, but I personally just can't get into it. I can see a woman being attracted to a man in a fur. And the reason I say this, I don't know if you ever watched cartoons back in the day. Uh, there used to be this cartoon where this guy was a hunter. Uh, he was the greatest hunter in the world. And he would go up against different superheroes. He would uh, he was a villain. And he would wear, he had a, um, a fur that would go around his neck like a jacket. I forgot what it was named, the show, but because he, he went, he 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 was tracking Spider Man one show, Batman another show, but I could see how they find that attractive as a woman finding it attractive because now nope, not me because you he you know you, you it's almost going back to in my mind the caveman days. Hunting, provider, protector. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? It does, but when I think caveman, I think men just all white people. <laughs> so that okay. does not turn me on at all. All right, then. But I understand what you're saying. The whole protector and the gatherer, the hunter. Yeah, I get it. However, take off your coat, please, sir. You are not, you are not smashing me in that coat. <laughs> I'm not saying that. No. I'm not saying he's going to smash no. you with a coat on. I'm just but saying like, some women find it attractive and a turn on, and he can, you know. Yeah, but you know. not for that correlation. Okay. I find it attractive and turn on because you're worried about being warm. Okay. Right? Because, again, I was raised upstate, so you're worried about being warm. So I know that you're not one of those shallow individuals that just want to put on nice clothes to be attractive to females. Because you actually care about your health. You want to be warm. Unlike women, a woman will put on a fur coat and not have on no clothes. So you're still cold. Still cold as hell. And go stand out in line to get in the club. Right. So they're putting that on just to turn on another man. Right. Or, or multiple men. But my thing is, I just think that fur is meant to be warm. I mean, you killed an animal. So the least you could do is be warm in his legs. <laughs> Seeing that that has hit a button with my co-host, we will now move on to leather. (laughs) Okay. Yes, we will move on to leather. And leather, to me, is a very, very hot item. I think certain women can wear leather well. Certain women don't have the body for it and lack the assets to fill out the leather that they're wearing. If it comes to that, don't wear leather pants. Wear a leather skirt, okay? I'm just putting it out there. You can get away with wearing a leather skirt and have no ass, but a leather pair of pants, you got to have a nice piece of ass to attach to I your agree. back. Okay? Now, my thing with that, I can't do the patent leather, but uh-huh. I can do suede. 
Okay. I can do the suede, the soft leather. I can do. I can't get into the patent leather thing. You know, here it says the smell and the sound of leather is often erotic stimulus for people with a leather fetish. You know, the leather uniforms also have become a fetish. I agree, because you walk in Wilson's Leather Store, and I'm telling you, the salesman can get it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think in 2018, my co-host is going to be giving it to whoever who can get it. You got a bomber jacket, you can get it. You got the Timberlands, you can get it, okay? (laughs) It's a cyber nut. I mean, I'm just saying it's a cyber nut. I mean, you can get it. We on the air. This is the internet. Uh, okay. Now, up close in person, you know, I'm a little stingy, but you can know, <laughs> get it. All right, you check this out. The feel of tight leather garment may also uh, may be experienced as a form of sexual bondage. Some bondage equipment is made from leather straps. The term leather culture was applied in the 1960s in the USA by uh, gay sadomasochism subculture as an umbrella term for alternate sexual practice. Uh, the pony fetish involves the use of equestrian-like gear fitted to humans. Wow, and that's leather. That is true. Mm. Mm. Learn something new every day. As I say, we constant. hey, we don't know everything. On this show, we do not claim to know everything. We learn stuff just like you do. But we do do our research. We ain't going to tell you some shit that we don't know. We're going to do our research and give you as much of the correct information as possible. With a little bit of entertainment and craziness thrown in there, too. All right. So check this one out. The third item. Latex slash PVC. Oh, wow. They said latex fetish is the fetish's attraction to latex clothing or garment and sometimes called rubber fetish. This latex is a type of rubber. Latex or rubber fetishes may refer to themselves as rubberists. Varieties of latex fetishes include body inflation and attraction to transparent rubber. Latex fetish includes wearing clothing made from latex, observing it worn by others, and enjoyment of erotic fantasies featuring latex garments, cat suits, hoods, divers, or industrial protective clothing. A common latex fetish icon is the dominatrix wearing a skin-tight glossy back latex or PVC cat suit. Now, let me tell you what PVC is. PVC is fetish Yeah, it's also <laughs> it's often, often closely associated with latex fetishism, even though the two materials are very different. PVC fetishism involves erotic attraction of shiny plastic clothes made from polyvinyl chloride. That's where PVC comes from, or polyurethane. Similar man-made material. PVC may may be mistaken for shiny patent leather, but PVC fetishism also includes an erotic attraction to clothing such as clear plastic raincoats, slip covers, custom clothing made out of clear PVC or inflatable items. And they're right. I've seen 
women who have worn the shiny PV stuff at the BDSM club. I've seen them wear the clear raincoat uh, jackets. I've seen that. I haven't seen the clear uh, PVC cat suits or anything like that, but I've seen the raincoat fetish that were clear, and I've seen the shiny material. It's either red or black or a type of blue. Um, you know, that's and th- and I can't lie, they look awesome in it. Awesome. Yeah, I've in seen it. I've seen the cat suits, um, the transparent ones. Um I've seen a lot of large women, BBW women modeling the P V C in a latex. I think it's very attractive. I personally I'm allergic to latex. So that's something I can't get into. But it is good to watch. And it does show that people that are aroused and have their sexual nature and get into the whole PVC latex thing, you do see a different level of confidence in them than other individuals with clothing fetish. That is true. The confidence level is different. Yeah. Um... And being into the BDSM world, I see a lot of the leather. We see a lot of the latex, but it's something about that PVC. I think it's just extra shiny. It's badass, you know? Yeah. It, uh, and it draws such attention. Mm-hmm. Especially it, the transparency. Right. Yeah. You know exactly what you're getting with that. That's no. She's not lying about that. You know exactly what you're getting. So yeah, you're getting a woman that's on the top of her game. It, it, I'm advertising my sexuality. Literally, that's what that says to me. Yeah, I agree with 150% on that. You're right. And last but not least, and I know we only got 10 minutes left on the show, but spandex. Spandex yeah. fetishing. Wow. Stretch <sighs> practice. A lot of guys like spandex. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. A lot of women like spandex, and yet you are not capable of wearing that. Uh That being said, let's move along. Spandex. (laughs) The the alternate and primary wear of most women in Georgia. Y'all might want to check yourself. You're truly, truly wrecking yourself. Oh, so, okay, we were saying back to spandex. I have seen, I have, I've only seen it one time with the spandex. I really have. I, 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 I've never, they have a BDSM club here, 1763. And I forgot the other BDSM club down off of Chester Bridge, but I've only seen it one time on the spandex. So I don't know that much about it. I really don't. I can't say that much about it. I don't know much about it. I mean, you may being a dom female and being in that arena, especially in fat life, maybe you've seen more than I have. I've seen quite a bit. Quite a bit. So what are your feelings on spandex then? I feel like it's just not for everyone. <laughs> I mean... Oh, you ain't got no objection there. It's, it's men like spandex because I think because it shows your true self. Unlike leather, you put on something, just because it's tight doesn't mean it's holding you in the right places. You put on spandex, it's just you. It's just like another layer of skin. But your imperfections are still there. Your extra 
is still there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It doesn't, to me, spandex doesn't accentuate anything. If anything, it brings attention to the not-so-happy places. And I think spandex shows a lot of the flaws. That's just personal me. So yeah, it's, I it, mean, it brings attention to the not so happy places. Like it doesn't accentuate your shape. It it does all the wrong stuff. Well, let's move on. I have found one more that I thought we need to talk in there with clothing fetish, and that is underwear fetish. I know we only got about eight minutes, but underwear needs to be in there because there are men out there that truly have a strong underwear fetish. To, they love to see women in certain underwear. They love the smell of women who've worn the underwear. You know, there's a strong. There are women who love wearing certain type of underwear because it gives them a sense of power and sexuality and eroticism. So I think that's one we definitely should talk about for the next, you know, eight minutes. So what are you? So what about the women that I don't wear no underwear? And I love you for that. And I would hope that God will never change your perspective on not wearing that. Because I'm like you. I don't wear underwear. I'm a guy who doesn't wear it. But I love a woman in a sexy-ass pair of underwear, especially if they're bra and panty set matching. Oh, yeah. Or if she's got a nice G-string or thong on. and that's Oh, no, that's a lie. Let me take that back. I'm okay with G-string and thong, but I love French-cut underwear high up on your hip. Oh, I yeah. don't know what that is. Okay. French cut underwear. All right, she's wearing a pair of underwear, and they look like normal underwear, but they're a little higher up on your hip, and they cut up higher on the hip bone. Those are French cut Got panty it. underwear, like you see a lot of the Victoria's Secret models wear. Yeah, the flat booty underwear. Yeah, but they're high up. You can from the from the front, they got they look they got hips, but when you turn sideways, they really don't have much ass. But the underwear Got go it. high up on the hips. That's what it's called, the flat booty underwear. <laughs> I never uh, knew they had another name. But yeah, the French cut underwear. And I love, love women in a pair of boy shorts. <clears throat> I don't know what it is about seeing a woman in a pair of boy shorts. That's just hot to me. It's, it's hot. Now, again... The guys that can throw on a pair of tidy whities every once in a while. Not just any guy. A guy that's heavily endowed. Like, you know, not just some random right. regular schmegular dudes. But it's something about that imprint. You know, it's like I already know what's there, but it's like, it's like give us like a peek. Of, <laughs> you, know, you know what you're getting. You know yeah. what he's going to be working with. So that works for me. Um what and about what about the uh, what about the Michael Jordan shorts like the sports shorts you know what I'm talking about that come about midway those, of your thigh? Those are okay, but those are regular. Like those don't do nothing for me. They're just long nothing underwear though. Because, they're longer underwear. Yeah, they're just long underwear. But those are everyday underwear. Okay. So it's like to me the tidy whities aren't everyday underwear. Like thongs. There was a time where a thong was not everyday underwear. It was something that you brought for your woman to put on during special occasions. Yeah. Now it's just an everyday willy nilly. Yeah, because you don't know if she got on panties or a pair of thongs. Right. So to me, that's how I look at the tidy whitey. Like okay. it's not those things that you put on every day. It's something that you put on just for your woman because she likes it. 
but now the Michael Jordan style, like my ex, because his penis is very long, he would have to wear those underneath his boxer just to make sure that he ain't swinging all over the place, you know, so he could feel more comfortable because he didn't like the attention that he would get when he had on jeans and sweatpants. And that makes sense. That truly makes sense. I, I mean, hey. Whatever you got. To me, I mean, you know, you ain't got to hide. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I love the fact but. that my woman, and I tell every woman I've ever dated, and if you ever meet any of them or hate them, they'll tell you, I don't like you wearing underwear. You can wear underwear every day, all day long, until you come around me. I had a female that loved wearing underwear, but when she would come to my house, she would take them off in the car. Mm, that's sexy. She would take them off in the car before she would come into my house. And it wasn't about sex. It was just the mental aspect of knowing my woman may have a sundress on with nothing on up on it, a pair of shorts on with nothing else on on it. We went out to dinner. My woman's sitting next to me, and all she's got on is that outfit and nothing else on it. That was a mental aspect to it. And I love that. I love that. Because yeah. before you make to, I always say, before you make to someone, make love to someone physically, make love to them mentally. It's going to last longer. You can get them mentally. You got the body. The body's going to follow. The body always follows the head. That is true. So, I'm just putting it out there. So, sweets. Yes. Hold on, hold on. For those of you just tuning in, this is Nightlife 24-7 with Mac and Sweets. We are finishing up on our subject on clothing fetishes. So, in closing, sweets, you got anything to tell anybody who may have those issues of insecurity or doubt or low self-esteem? Yes. Um, in that realm, when you are doing the whole clothing fetish thing, if it's something that your guy is attracted to, or even your woman, you can still wear the t-shirt. You can still wear, you know, the the long nightgown. But find something sexy. Find something that accentuates your shape. Find something that can still cover you if you feel insecure but doesn't turn off your partner. Like what I did with the corset thing, you know? It wasn't about the T-shirt. It was about me covering up my scar. So I could put on a corset, it's still sexy, and I could still feel comfortable. But then you also have to worry about the unsafe aspect because the latex and um, the PVC, a lot of people have allergies to those. You get um, rashes, hives, itching, things of that nature. Um, the sweatiness, uh, what is it, the blisters? Yeah. You get blisters, you know, from those things. Um, for wearing them for, you know, long periods of time and you're sweating and your skin is rubbing up against the material. And then you got the thongs also. The thongs give you yeast infections and bladder infections and stuff. So it's like, just because you have a clothing fetish, you need to know what works for you and your partner. And you still have to worry about your health on top of that. As always, people, like I tell you, my partner always brings it. And she gives you the truth all the time, every day, seven days a week. Don't forget to check us out on nightlife247.com, nightlife247.com. I'm sorry, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And in closing, have fun. Be safe. I'm Mac. This is your girl, Sweets. Susan, happy and 2018. 
and we are definitely, definitely closing out the show, and we hope you continue to listen to us as we get better and better at giving you the topics that are quite relevant to your life and ours. We out. We at Nightlife 24-7 appreciate you, our listener, who has an open mind and heart and are able to listen, learn, and discuss those issues that affect you and your partner. By discussing these issues, we hope to keep the lines of communication open to help inform you, our listener, and our community. It's on your mind, so let's talk about it on Nightlife 24-7.